What do we do when God doesn't come through? He doesn't deliver? Huh. That's what we talk about today on the podcast. Welcome to another podcast, and it's Steve, not Eddie this week, uh, not with my pal Eddie. Uh, he is not uh, available for this week's podcast, and and uh, but I will say this, uh, Brian is going to join us via recording again this week, and uh, so we're thankful for that. And so you'll be uh, listening for him to come up here pretty soon and and talk a little bit about the relevancy of what Sam spoke about on uh, this last Sunday. As I introed in today, God doesn't always deliver the way that we think he should deliver or deliver us from something at all. It's very interesting, and we'll get to talking about that a little bit more uh, in just a little bit. And I'll share a little bit of insight, and then I'll hand it over to, to uh, Brian. But I thought I'd go ahead and just talk a little bit about this last um, service, this last Sunday services, I should say, both the first and the second, and just uh, how God was working in the midst of uh, the whole time. Um just really was, you could tell that the Holy Spirit um, was in the house and working through uh, the worship, uh, working. Uh, now, I, I will say this, that there was the adversary was working against what he felt. Now, he doesn't know. He doesn't know what uh, God's going to do and how things are going to move. But I believe that, that there's a feeling where there's a pickup of kind of that spiritual realm where there's some vibrancy and some things starting to move. Well, he was fighting against all of that, and he um, he was trying to disrupt. I think that's the best way to do it. Disrupt anything that God had in store for Sunday. But our God's a good God. The faithful that pray over the services on a Sunday morning, uh, those prayers were heard. God answered, and the angels fought against the foe that was against us, bringing the gospel, bringing the word, bringing the worship. And as people came in to Sunday morning, there was a blessed time to be had. And he was also with with our pastor, Eddie, as uh, he had um, gotten an illness over the, over the, right before the weekend, rather, and... Um, Sam had already been prepared to preach. He had already been asked to preach. And um, and so that was already in motion. But um, he was God was with Eddie and I as they were um, needing to be alone there at, at the home as they've as Eddie was recuperating and and his hand was upon Eddie as he's now getting better and and uh, this week uh, getting back into the saddle of things and and uh, but the services were such a a wonderful flow to them. Uh, God had His way as we allowed the Holy Spirit to come in and to speak our hearts and and uh, allow the words that Sam brought to us and and such a great time. Brian was indeed with us um, on Sunday on, during the second service, 
and uh, as well as his wife, and uh, I think it was the oldest boy, um, Brian and Danelle's oldest ch- uh, boy, and, um, and I say boy, but son, <laughs> and uh, he's in his 20s, and um, they had all gathered with along with us, and then we had a baptism at the end of the service on Sunday. But when, when Sam came up and spoke, he he had given me the, the title and the the reference to the scriptures um, beforehand, and I looked and glanced down, and I I saw uh, on my phone in the text it said um, sometimes when 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 God doesn't come through or when God doesn't do it, and uh, I looked at it and I thought, okay, well that's interesting. Which way are we going with this? And and uh, I have a trust factor with Sam. I was glad to be able to say, you know what, I trust that the Lord has been speaking to Sam, and I trust also that Sam's been listening. And he had scripture references there, and and it looked pretty prepared. And and so um, I just uh, trusted that process. Well, as he got into it and began to talk about how the fact that, you know, God doesn't always deliver. He doesn't deliver. Um sometimes and he began to talk about Paul and he began to talk about the challenges that we receive and sometimes the the adversity that we go through and in fact I'm not going to speak too much about it because Brian did a great job of speaking about it as he recorded and as I asked him and to be a part of the the podcast again this week um, so I'm going to turn it over to Brian and let you hear his take on it and we'll do that right now so Folks, this is Brian Miller, and uh, we welcome him in right now. Hey, Crossroads, this is uh, Brian Miller. Uh, I, I'm so excited to be on the podcast again. Last, well, I was there Sunday, and and uh, uh, two or three folks said they they heard it on the podcast, heard me on the podcast, and they were pretty excited about it. Karen Snodgrass heard me on the podcast, and she shouted out, she came found me uh, in the in the second service and said how much she liked the Mike, the podcast. So uh, I wasn't sure anybody was listening to it, but, but Karen listened to it. Devin told me he listened to it. I thought that was great. Uh, Stacy told me she listened to it. I thought that was great. So people are listening to the podcast. I, I figured they were, but you never, you never know exactly. I didn't, I mean, you know, coming in fresh, I didn't know, but it was so exciting to be there Sunday. I'd never heard Sam speak. And, um, here's the, here's the, 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 the big statement I want to make about Sam's sermon on Sunday is that, and, and I and I hesitate to say this because it sounds like such a big statement, and I was just wanting to test that to make sure it was even, you know, I wasn't just thinking it, but it wasn't true, and it's you know it's this is Monday afternoon, and I'm still thinking it. It was the best sermon I've heard in a long, long time. I was trying to think about what the last best sermon I've heard, and I feel that I, I can't. I can't tell you what it was. I can't tell you what it was. And Sam delivered a message Sunday that I I thought it was well crafted, well delivered. Thought it was biblically sound, and it's what I needed to hear. Uh, that's a lot. That's a lot of pieces in there together um, that Sam delivered. Sam delivered. God, he said, doesn't always deliver. And I bet Sam doesn't always deliver. 
But Sam delivered Sunday an incredible, an incredible message. And as I think about it, I'm thinking about the even the craft of it. When Sam got up there, I'd never heard him speak before, and he looked, he looked um, absolutely unenergized to be at crossroads. <laughs> he looked, he, and he, I had mentioned this to him, and he said that uh, he said, yeah, he said his mentor says he does a a better imitation of a board pastor better than anybody knows. He 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 was doing it on purpose. He was starting out just deathly slow, uninterested, um, kind of drawing us in. I I even because I'd never seen him. I'm just going to be honest with you. I murmured under my breath in my brain. I said, "A little energy, Sam." <laughs> Wouldn't hurt anything. But he had me right where he wanted me. He had me right where he wanted me. And then he starts out with these, uh, this, the surprising statement that God does not always deliver. God does not always deliver. And he let that set in with us, and he even invited us to think he's crazy and that we should never have let him uh, speak on Sunday morning with, uh, with such a, uh, a horrible you know, message that God does not always Deliver now. When he started the sermon, and he was not interested in anything, he wasn't looking at anything. He's looking straight down at his at his pulpit. He wasn't he wasn't moving. He wasn't looking at people. And then, as he says this, he at least looks up. He looks up at us, and he's just he's inviting us to look at him and make that 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 possibility that that he's he's insane, that he's crazy for even suggesting this that God does not always deliver. And I, I wasn't buying it at that point, but I, I was, it was fascinating to me the way he presented this, this idea, this crazy thought that, 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 that doesn't sound like something we would you know hear in a sermon. God always delivers would be a sermon, but God does not always deliver. That doesn't sound like a, a sermon, but then he brings it into our own lives and he says, you know there are times that God, you asked God for something and he did not deliver it. He didn't bring it. He did not bring it. There are times we've prayed for people to, to be healed and they have not been healed. They've not been healed. There's times we ask God to deliver us from our finances and he did not deliver us from our finances. He brings it right into our own lives and he's looking at us some. He's inviting us now into, into the conversation. He wants us to, to, he's speaking for us. He's speaking, he's preaching so conversationally that we're talking back to him whether we're talking out loud or we're talking uh, in our own minds about this, about when God has not delivered. He's got us. He's, 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 he's bringing us in. And he starts to make this point about the thorn in your flesh is keeping you close to God. <clears throat> I thought that was a great point. It resonated with me that I thought, yeah, no, that's it. I'm, I, I need not everything to go perfect. I need not everything to go perfect because it keeps me close to God. You know, I didn't have, personally, I didn't have as early success as I thought I might. And uh, I'm grateful. I'm grateful because it kept me close to God. It kept me humble. It kept me, 
it, it get, kept me in the right place. And he's, I don't know if that was my thorn in my flesh, but, but it certainly was a piece to it that, that kept me humble and kept me close to God, that I need God. I need God. I can't make it through some of these things without God. And, and it's a gift. It's a gift to have those things, to not think, you know, that I don't need God that it's, I can make a choice about God. I can't make a choice about God. I have to have God. So he, 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 he's starting to perk up, and, uh, and, and, and then he says, a, a great point he says is to don't stop praying because Paul prayed three times for the thorn to be delivered, and it was not, it was not delivered. But Paul didn't stop praying. And I might just make this point here that I think, I think many times we pray wrong. I don't. I mean, I don't know exactly how you pray, but if you, many times I hear people pray, you know, God, here's the problem, and here's what I'd like you to do. Let me just make it real clear. I wasn't sure if you were aware of the problem, God, and so that you don't have to spend any time thinking about how to solve this problem. Let me just lay it out for you. I've already figured it out. You know, I've got a timeline. I've got the resources you're going to need. Um, and you just need to, you just need to make that happen. And that would be great. But instead we probably should pray at a couple of different levels here. So this is something I use in my coaching a lot is that that's a very action level. I tell God, here's what action I want you to take. But instead we might bring that up to a, a second level and think, God, here's the problem. Here's how I see the problem. And I might even ask, God, how do you see the problem? How do you see the problem? What do you think the problem is? And how should I be thinking about the problem itself? I think this is a problem that I can't deal with, that I don't want to be true, and I just want you to fix it. But God, how do you want me to look at the problem? And you just quickly, a, a third level we might take it to is, God, who, who am I in the midst of this problem? Who am I? Am I someone you've put here to, to help with the problem, to learn something? What am I supposed to, who am I supposed to become because of this problem? Who have you created me to be in the midst of this problem? I mean, those are the kind of prayers I just think are, are helpful. And then Sam starts to, he starts to really rev it up. He, he's, the sweat is starting to, 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 to spill over. He's got the towel in his hand. He's looking at everybody. He's calling out some people by name. He's, he is, he is just full of action and energy. And he's saying, look for revelation as well as deliverance. Look for God to speak some words into your life. Like as I said, how am I supposed to be thinking about this? Who am I in this uh, in this issue? Look for revelation as well as deliverance. We want to hear from God. What's God want us to know? What's God want us to do? There's two questions I try to ask every day, and it's what is God saying to me and what am I going to do about it? What am I going to do about it? That's the question. What's God saying to me, and what am I going to do about it? Rather than saying, has God heard my prayers, and what's he going to do about it? I trust him to do his part. That leads me to the final piece here where God's revelation to Paul is, it's in 2 Corinthians 12, if you want to look it up, 
My grace is sufficient for you. My grace is sufficient for you. God is a God of grace. The amount of grace that he brings, I think of just so many stories of grace. Think of the prodigal son. There's so much grace for the son who went his own way. I think of the good Samaritan. There's so much grace for the victim who's just, you know, is passed out, doesn't even know what's happening, and God sends somebody to just give grace. I think of Scripture that says God sends the rain and the sun on both the good and the bad people, just completely all about grace. And I had somebody ask me the other day about all the, you know, all the shootings, like the school shootings. There's malls. There was a mall shooting in Indianapolis last night. And what are we going to do about that? And where's God in all that? And so I think, you know, what are we going to do about it? And and honestly, what we're going to do, what we, but what I hear everybody kind of wanting to do, whether it's about the shootings or some other social issue, is they want restrictions. They want more laws. They want them to be tighter. They want to be more stringent. They want to stop people from doing whatever it is that they're doing. And it depends on the political issue of whether you think, yeah, we need more rules or don't make a rule or some other issue that we're just on the opposite side. We're like, yeah, we definitely need a rule, pretty tight rule about that. And I just stop and think about grace. And somebody asked me about what we need to do. And I found myself saying, and I'm like, Sam, you may say, Brian's lost it. This is just, that's just, just dumb thinking that we need more grace. We need more grace. And you may ask, would that stop someone from going into a mall and starting to shoot if we were just a more graceful nation, if we're more graceful people? I think, and I and I could be wrong, but I'm just looking at Scripture. I think maybe, I think maybe, yeah, there might be less of that stuff if we were a more gracious people. But right now, we're not a gracious people. We're very, very polarized, and we're very angry, and we're very, we want we want some things to happen to take us, you know, to, to tighten things up. And you may not agree with me, and that's okay. God's grace is sufficient. God's grace is sufficient. I just thought that was a great word. I thought it was a great sermon by Sam. I loved it. I enjoyed it. I needed it. I heard it. Um, I was just thoroughly impressed by his abilities, his way of delivering just a solid piece of content that I think we all we all needed to hear. I'll, I'll be at uh, Crossroads on Sunday. I'm, I'm going to talk a little bit about what it means to me to – uh, to do an interim and what you can expect out of the interim. I'll talk about that on Sunday and uh, we'll just see you then. Thanks Crossroads. So it's great to have Brian with us and thank you, Brian, for bringing uh, those perspectives, those, those, those uh, things that you gleaned from. And I really don't have to say much more than that. In fact, I choose not to because I believe as you had heard from kind of a recap from Brian, it was vital to hear how it in, how he interpreted that and how he he knew that he was being spoken to his own spirit about how 
uh, Sam brought the word for for even for Brian at that point in time and for for me spoke to me in a different way how sometimes through my challenging times or through a situation and much like Paul saying well there's that thorn in the flesh some guy sometimes God doesn't deliver us from that but allows us to go through it so our trust factor is saying God no matter what I seek you I want you above all things and therefore even in the challenge even through this I'm going to trust that my God is a God who has always been faithful has always been uh, the God who cares and loves and I worship you for who you are not what you can give me not what I can get how I can be blessed in, in monetary or possessions or whatever the case may be, successes um, in, in what the world might call successes. But trusting him to take care of me in a spiritual manner that matures me into uh, glorifying him, serving him, and providing a way when there seems to be no way. So the relevancy in this whole process and that aspect of sometimes God just doesn't do it is to say our God is God. We trust him for who he is. And we can count on the fact that God will always remain to be God. So thank you for listening in this week. Um, Brian, thank you for providing that recording and and thank you for coming uh, sending that recording to me so I could share it with the others, um, our listeners here. It's a great thing that this uh, chance for us to provide a podcast that goes out midweek to continue to help us be fervent in our prayers, fervent in our walk, fervent in our worship to a God who we love and that loves us and adores us and lavishes his grace upon us, that we're reminded to keep on keeping on through even the toughest times and through our successes, trusting him through that, providing that worship to him It's awesome to know that God cares the way that he does. Let me pray with you. Heavenly Father, thank you for this time that this this podcast has provided us and a time that we can talk into some of the words that your servant Sam has brought to us on last, last Sunday. Relevancy of how to live a life that is worshiping you, that is honoring you, trusting you, and depending upon your grace. Father, I pray that that these words will encourage, will strengthen your family. And as we move forward at crossroads, may we be strengthened together to continue to walk side by side as we partner with you 
We love you, Lord, and we thank you for what you're doing today, what you've done in the past, and what you're doing for the future. It's all to glorify you, and so we lift you up today. Lord, we love you, and it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, continue to pray for Crossroads and us here as we lead and uh, listen to the Lord for his, uh, his call and his leading and his vision um, as we continue to move forward. Eddie will be in the pulpit on Sunday, and uh, that message that he's going to bring is entitled, That You May Believe, and it's from the book of John. And so if you would like to uh, read through some of that, um, please do. And, and uh, I think it's the 20th chapter of John. Uh, let me go ahead and take a look at that. Yep, 20th chapter of John looks like verses 30 and 31. And uh, got some things that he's going to be speaking about, um, of course. <laughs> and uh, some questions uh, at the end. And um, some things that will inspire and to continue to uh, initiate that God work in our life. Um, yeah, it's good stuff. The book of John. So be prepared for that. Be praying for our pastor as he's getting ready to uh, bring that word uh, this coming Sunday. And um, and then Brian is also going to be speaking for about 10 minutes on Sunday, a little bit about his role as an interim. And uh, he'll be doing that. And I think he even might have mentioned that in the podcast. My mind is trying to remember as I had listened to that before. But I'm pretty sure, and so you'll anticipate that as well. But uh, continue to be praying for all the ministries here at Crossroads. And thank you for doing that. We depend upon God's strength to continue to keep us vibrant and um, um, moving forward as this process happens. Is a ministry of His of His gospel, Jesus God, uh, Jesus Christ's gospel. So take care. Thank you for joining us today. We'll say goodbye for now. Thanks, guys. We'll see you.